Hello, and welcome to the Black Dice Society. I'm going to attempt to raise my volume. It says I'm maxed out. I hope y'all can hear me. If I sound low, let me know. I'm just afraid I'm going to blow everybody's eardrums out. Uh, this is episode two, Sister of Thorns. I have something super cool to reveal to you here. Uh, but first, let me go through and make sure I thank all of our sponsors. As always, thank you to Warriors of Waterdeep. Uh, the code should be appearing in chat there. I also keep an eye out in game there for pictures of us moving around. If it's not appearing in chat, let me know. There is a real chance I messed that up because it's one of those things that it's like, would you like the code? Yeah. And someone else is like, do you have the code? I'm also, yes. Whether or not I gave everyone the codes they need, they, who can say? Uh, our T Public store is live as always. Shirts, masks, bags, mugs, anything you want to represent for the Black Dice Society is there in our T Public store. Secret lab chairs, again, uh, thrones to Mark Mir and myself. Um, <laughs> definitely check those out. I love mine. Uh, Idle Champions, the Idle Champions coach should also be appearing in chat. Yales. Your special audio thing is playing. Turn. It can't yeah. be. The chat can hear it. <laughs> we can't hear it, but they can. They know all. Uh-oh. <gasps> They're learning the secrets. <laughs> okay, chat. Don't tell them. They don't know. Okay? <laughs> this is this will be our little secret. So how did... Oh, I you know what? Uh, Today's no. the day. I'm reopening no. my DMs, chat. No, 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 don't do it. Don't, don't tell do them it. anything. Okay. I I know what happened. You know what? We haven't gotten into the spooky stuff yet. So you guys are getting a little bit of the behind the scenes here. Cause I had this all queued up and ready. But when I switch scenes and then come back, it played, which means when I'm about to switch scenes and it would play again, I'm gonna turn it off. There you go. Thank you. So hey, that you know what? That was a special sneak peek for those of you that turned up at the top of the show. Anybody who came in late, don't tell them. And and really do not tell them they don't know what's going to happen. Okay, so <laughs> thank you for that. I uh, <laughs> can't believe they heard it. Um, womp womp. It's true. That's cool. Uh, we still have our BDS art. You can get your museum quality print. Uh, I would say it would make an excellent Valentine's Day gift. But to tell you the truth, if you got this for someone for Valentine's Day and they didn't like it, they're not the one. They're not the one. So true. think about it. Uh, also, I want to just say thank you to Watsy. They shent, sent out the new special edition slipcover, just got mine today, of uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, Xanathar's Guide, and the new Monsters of the Multiverse. It is all shiny and wonderful, so thank you for that, Watsy. But I have something... You know what? You know what? I'm going to drag this out as long as I possibly can. Let's find out who you beautiful people are before I even give my super cool new announcement. Uh, so we'll just start here with uh, Nora. Hi everyone, I'm Nora Ibrahim. You could find me everywhere on the internet at Norological. And tonight I play Nahara, who is a reborn fallen Azamar undead bardlock here for all your Taroka deck needs and general spooky shit. That's a lot of adjectives that Nahara has picked up over time. Like Nahara picked up adjectives like Tatiana picked up curses. Yeah. I am not cursed anymore. I don't know why you would say rude things like that. <laughs> Mark. Hello, I'm Mark Mir. You can watch me on this show as you are doing right now. You can also see me on Champions of the Realm, which is a new show from Realmsmith. It's playing on the D&D channel and on Realmsmith. And I'm raising money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, Make-A-Wish International. Uh, so that's every Wednesday. Uh, I play Brother Uriah 
Druther Uriah Macabre, Cleric of the Grave and Worshipper of Ezra, Lady of the Mists. And Tanya? Hey, I'm Tanya. I play Fen, your draw dump, your blood hunter with a little bit of warlock in her. Uh, you can find me obviously here, and then starting February 6th, you can find me over on Rivals of Waterdeep, where we are starting our 12th season. So that's where I'm at, everywhere on the on the internets. Excellent. Well, we'll just drop down to the next level here for Becca. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Becca Scott. You can find me on YouTube at Good Time Society, where I post all kinds of board game tutorials and some role playing games. There's plenty of old ones on there, and we have some new one shots coming up very soon, uh, which I'm excited to share. Also, uh, involved in Champions of the Realm that that Nora and Mark are in. Um, had a great time commentating on some pvp i know who wins but i won't tell you unless you ask in dms and then like and then i'll and then i'll tell you uh also nora and i are about to be in a dune game over on um glass cannon network that's right which was very fun super exciting yeah uh and um in anyway that's it oh Tatanya. Tatiana is um, a barbarian, Erjanazi. She is a circle of the moon druid. She also has a bear in her chest. Named, um, it's got a name that's like Vrondor or something. It's very cool. Literally, bear you were literally bare chested. That is Thank true. You. Yes. Yeah, it burst um, through my shirt. My um, shirt also, a little thing we did went live today. So yeah. You know, the, the new, uh, there's uh, a little game called Magic the Gathering. They cool get thing. new sets all the time. Neon like Dynasty uh, is going to drop on Arena next Thursday. And B-Dave and I dropped a video showing you cool card previews and lore dumps today. Just saying. Thanks, other Watsy property. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, we're good. We're good company advocates here. All right. Uh, DJ. Oh, hi. I'm DJ Knight. Uh, streamer. Mostly host. I do a lot of stuff here. I'm Desmond, human ranger. Like and throw. We uh we are our pronouns are he him. We like, you know, sometimes we got to rip and tear until it is done. Because reasons. That's pretty much it. You're awesome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, as one does. And last but certainly not least, Sage. Hello, I am Sage Ryan. I go by Not Sage everywhere on the internet or Pixel Circus, where you can find the Campaign 2 premiere of Failed Save. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific, it's our first time all in studio. It's going to be on the front page of Twitch. It's going to be really cool. Uh, I'm very excited about it. That's a, another D&D 5e campaign. Uh, and tonight I am Valentine. Valentine is a reborn aberrant mind sorcerer with a dash of sneaky rogue, and we both use she, her pronouns. Excellent. Uh, now, having gone through all of that, I can share with you our little surprise. We have something super cool that is coming, something super cool that is actually available right now. But uh, rather than tell you about it, let me just show you. Here we go. Yes, we have our cool new Dark Lords dice uh, that are available exclusively through uh, diehard.com. You still can use code BDS to get 10% off of them, though. Um, so the way they work, by the way, so they have we have these cool 
like shiny uh, metal D20s, right? I know they look tiny in my hands, but they're fairly chunky, right? But they break apart. They break apart into two halves and then you can recombine them to make a new one. That's how they work. So it's super, super neat. Super, super neat. These are our Dark Lord Dyers. We have the Vampire Lord, the Dark Bride, and the Lich King, which I super, super, super wanted to call Lich, please. I was like, y'all, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. But uh, okay. You know, they're, they're, they're a family business. I don't know. I'm going to refer to them exclusively as Lich, please. Uh, however, uh, we are going to be giving one of these away to sending one as a thank you gift to our top tier patrons. So we have our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Black Dice Society. Uh, I have already messaged them, uh, but we're going to be sending them out as a little thank you gift. So thank thank you all. That's so cool. Um, I want to be a mm -hmm. patron. That's true. I mean, awesome. it, in a manner of speaking, we can't do this without you either, Becca. So, I mean, I feel like it's like your one we can't do it without them we can't do it without you i can give it. for it there you go I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll send you one of these two i'll send you one of these two so yes uh those are live now the link is up now it just went live check it out please grab them uh we hope you like them uh and in the meantime here on with our show told uh, the code is not popping up in chat but we do have one uh it is uh, we'll put it in chat here as well but it is obos bard tons uh o-b-o-s b-a-r-d-t-o-n-s or the uh verbal components of obos bardons <laughs> as it were okay excellent so uh, when last we met, because we did have a little break for those of you that are joining us live. For those of you listening in the future, hello, you're right on time. Uh, you all finally made your way into Barovia. Uh, you crossed through the Black Gates, uh, led by a local Vistani man uh, who helped navigate your way through. Once you arrived, you immediately found a uh a a list of um or a letter that had been sent out basically begging you to turn back saying that barovia was a cursed land uh and essentially to leave and warn everyone not to come here unfortunately you all found that on the body of a man who had been mauled by very large wolves before he could nail that missive on the gates and the gates slammed shut keeping you here in this land. 
Nahara immediately had uh, one of her strongest visions to date of riding along in a carriage towards an ominous castle uh, through dark and twisted woods that look all too familiar now that you are here in these lands and you realize that you have spent a not insignificant amount of time in Barovia at some time in your past. While making your way along the road, you all came across a settlement, uh, really almost like a barn that had been turned into an impromptu triage unit to treat injured or people that were suffering from a plague of some sort, uh, which Brother Uriah was able to lend his healing hands towards. Uh, it did not seem to be uh, magical or um, malignant uh, in, in, in any way, um, but um, still, it, it had made these people very, very, very ill. In the process of treating them, you all noticed that on the roof of this barn, there was a particularly large raven, uh, which in the process of Tatiana communing with it via speak with animals, turns out was not a simple raven after all, but actually a were-raven who offered to assist you all because they were quite aware of your presence and your reputation, having been told by some of their kin that have met with you previously. However, before you were able to interact with them too heavily, a skeletal rider emerged out of the woods. And through your combined might, you were able to immediately turn its steed to force it running back into the woods and destroy the rider before he was able to pull Brother Uriah into some shadowy realm uh, that it was able to enter to and out of. It did seem particularly interested in him. And at the end, that raven had come down and landed and stood up in the form of a very young girl. And that is where we pick up again here, is she stands um, very simply and humbly adorned. Uh, you think if you had just walked past her in any town or village, you probably wouldn't have thought twice of it if you hadn't just actually watched her shapeshift before your very eyes. And she stands uh, about your size, Valentine. Um, she is petite and there is a sparkle in her eye that you have found lacking in a lot of the people in the mist, that the crushing and cruel oppressive reality of this place tends to grind them down over time but something in her still seems resolute what would you all like to do oh greetings um madam i i feel you have us at a disadvantage um you know us but we do not know you i suppose that is a disadvantage of shorts um you can call me violet and she just curtsies. What's your deal, Violet? Deal? Are we bargaining? Are you merchants? Um, uh, not, not per se, but um, I, I think what Valentine means is um, what are your intentions? They do not seem to be malign, but um, appearances can be deceiving, of course. Um, <clears throat> well, 
I um, and you see, she kind of makes a point to step out of the doorway where the the people inside can't see. Because recall, you all had them barricade themselves inside during this conflict. And, um, mm, I think you've run into some of my kind before. You wait, are you the people that were at the house? Because I was told there were six of you. <gasps> Did you lose a companion? Not not on a permanent basis. Um, she's um, indisposed. Uh, she wasn't able to make the journey here with us. All of you give me wisdom checks. Not saves, just wisdom checks. A five. Seventeen. <laughs> Twenty-two. I appreciate I like to be on you. brand. You're actually not bad at wisdom. That's the best thing about this. <laughs> Got a 16? 16. Uh, Tatiana, you are now looming over this girl who barely comes up to almost your waist as she's standing looking up at you. And she's like, you actually speak very good, Raven. Not many people can get the quite right. It's more of a, the back of the throat. People the back of the throat, the back yeah. of the throat. You're correct. Um, Brother Uriah, you recall, you have, each of you has a long black plume of feather that you mm -hmm. got outside the house of lament oh so long ago. Yes, I believe um, this may be a token of your uh, fellowship. It, it wasn't from is. you, was it? No, no, it was not me personally. Um, another one of our number was looking, watching over you that night. It is you. It is. Good. Good. Wait. How did you come to find yourselves here? Wait. Hang on. Allow me to take a step You back. ask a lot of questions. Maybe you tell us why you are here. <laughs> You're aware of who we are and what we do then, yes? She says very much motioning to the feather. We're um, not, not aware. I will be honest. Um, we, we, we're not quite sure. We, we do know that um, you seek to uh, protect the innocent, to combat evil, but other than those broad strokes, I'm afraid uh, we're in the dark. So yes, we've just been trying to piece things together. So recall, especially since a great deal has happened to you all over time, there was this raven that was watching you when you arrived at the House of Lament. The very first time the mists brought the six of you together, in fact, this person was there and left these feathers behind which you all um, held on to. Once you were in the House of Lament, in the library, the infamous library of toes and muffins and brisket and, and seances, there were a number of pictures on the wall of well-to-do people that looked like they were engaged in all forms of a spiritualism and medium work. And many of them had pictures of these were ravens in the backgrounds of the photos. Again, in Falcovnia, you encountered ravens twice. Uh, one watching over you when you, before your encounter with the boneless, one was in the trees watching you. Later, you met one uh, that was embedded with the scientists that were experimenting on the lycanthropes. So much so, Nahara and Uriah were able to have a word with that one for a little while. 
So the idea that these people have kind of been at least in the periphery of your adventure since you your very first arrival in the mist is very much true. I believe also Nahara got one of their medallions at some point. Did you not? I did. Exactly. Exactly. Does Nahara show her that for the record? She does uh, as she remembers uh, all of the past occurrences in which were ravens have crossed our paths. She takes out this like little leather satchel that has coins and she takes it out. I guess I did. I received this from one of your, one of your people. Nahara, the moment you take it out and hold it up, she rushes forward and kind of folds your hands back over it. And she's like, no, 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 do not show that about here. The, um, the very land has eyes and not all greet our symbol as a positive sign. Um, <clears throat> I remember this is your, your friend's name. You do? Moron with the yellow eyes, creepily watching in trees. He watched a boneless almost kill me and did very little. Ah, Moron is not the bravest among us. You must understand, um, we have survived by staying out of the way. We have our tricks, but we are not warriors and swordsmen and heroes like you. We have to take a more subtle approach. The direct approach went poorly for us in the past. If, if you're staying out of the way, then why have you been following us? I said we do not fight directly. I didn't say we do not fight. Um, there is a strange aura about all of you and she very much looks right at you valentine when she says this thing you all are unusual we just wanted to find out if you were friends or foes and to assist you if you are in fact friends and i do believe we share a common foe yes uh the the count yes you have learned not to speak too freely mm. Yes, yes, I, uh, I was advised that um, certain names should not be invoked within the bounds of Barovia. It's, you have been told true, this, this, all of this, and she just like motions kind of across the field and towards the trees. She says, you should conduct yourself as if it is him. As if when you stand on this ground, you touch his flesh. When you speak your words near the trees, they are his ears. It is an exaggeration, but only thus who we are. Um, and she just kind of pats the medallion in Nahara's hand. She says, we fight against him. We fight against the darkness, which I suspect in your travels through these lands, you've realized is quite an undertaking. Yes, well, if what you say is true, then I think you can safely count us as friends. She rummages around kind of, and she pulls out um, a map and she unfolds it. And you see some of the lands of Barovia marked out here. And she points at a town 
that would be some journey away. And she says, this is uh, Valaki. You should go there. You will be safe there. Valaki. I, I understood that we should make our way to uh, um, the, not well, we're in Barovia, but the village of Barovia. Valaki is a better destination. I recommend you go to Valaki first. You could go to Barovia, but the village of Barovia, but it, it will take you so close to the castle. I fear you will not be able to avoid his direct gaze should you travel that direction. Of course. Uh, thank you, Violet. Um, during this, like that whole, mm -hmm. if what you're saying is true, uh, mm -hmm. your eye is going to try to determine if what she's saying is true with an insight mm -hmm. check. Insight. Absolutely. So I've I've actually got like a passive insight of 23. Do you want me to make a roll for this or? Well, she also rolled super badly. You detect no deception. Um, you think she's wary of you, but that's just reasonable, you know? <laughs> um, uh, otherwise, there, there's no indication that she's lying to you. Uh, I will just sort of turn to the others. Uh, uh, a moment, if you would, uh, Violet. Um, I think I think we can trust this person. She, she is telling the truth as far as I can discern. What is in Velaki? Perhaps we should ask. Um, uh, Violet, why, why particularly would uh, Vilaki be a, a safer destination uh, aside from its relative proximity to the castle? I think you will find more friends and she sort of nods towards the feather there. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. We, we are, <laughs> she kind of takes a step forward and she looks at you for a second, Valentine. And she says, I've heard tell of a fearsome red-headed woman who was capable of speaking. I'll just make a telepathic link. Yes. <gasps> it's true. Imagine what we could do were we able to communicate this way. You are astoundingly easily impressed. What can I do for you? Really, it is more what we can do for you, hopefully. I agree. Um, Go on. We're of minimal use in a fight. But we can help you with information, with reconnaissance, with scouting. We have eyes everywhere. You see, the ravens in these lands are plentiful. Half of them are us, and the other half speak to us. I do love information. <laughs> Why do you help? If what the cleric says is true, if what we hope is true, you all have the best chance of any within recent memory of actually stopping the, the count. I dare not say his name even under these circumstances, I fear. Wow. We want nothing more but him to be toppled. And what do you see happening after that? <laughs> I do not comprehend how it could be worse than this. But you do know that when one power structure falls, another must rise, right? The people of this land, they are bent, many of them broken. 
but perhaps were the sun to shine here again, they would find their own way to self-governance. We have to try. We have fought so long. We have sacrificed so much. I hear you. (laughs) I understand. Well, Violet, I have one more question. She looks at you, straight up at you. That's right. Yes. I'm not here. <laughs> uh, for our friend who is not here with us at this moment, I must ask, is there someone, not the Count, someone else in these parts who goes by the name The Caller? She just sort of scrunches her eyebrows and she says, I'm aware of the legend of the caller. It's a being of chaos that comes and goes at will. I can ask if it has been seen in these lands. That would be nice of you. A missing friend. Are they here? No, they are not in Barovia. We Hmm. left them in a safe and happy place where Uh. nothing bad ever happens. And there's lots of popcorn. Funnel cake, caramel apples. You make these lands outside of the mist sound truly too good to be true. <laughs> Don't know they're in the mist. Haven't you been to the carnival? Yes, Tatiana is an optimist. It, it's not precisely accurate to say nothing ever, nothing bad ever happens at the carnival. Um, Name one bad thing. From I was uh, nearly I was nearly consumed by some sort of beast uh, in the form of a child when I myself was a young boy. <laughs> Well, I didn't see it. That's just what you say. But it happened. Right, you keep telling us. But I mean, like, you were a boy. Maybe you were scared by me. But I wanted to eat you. I mean, it wasn't me, but you know. I mean, there have been several times when when we've been on the road and rations have been low where I've uh, considered that might happen. But um, <clears throat> I did look at you and smack my lips. You look delicious that day. I, but, I, but I would never... I love to make Brother Uriah question question reality as much as the next guy, but uh, yes, the carnival is not always a perfect place, but in comparison does seem like peaches and rainbows. Certainly, given our present surroundings. Nahara, you see she's staring at you, like no chill staring at you. She's staring at you almost like a bird would stare at you, even though she's very much in her human mode uh i'll use message to just kind of whisper is there something i could help you with you look just like her like who let's see you see after she stares at you just sort of for a moment it's almost like she kind of remembers that she's a spy and kind of like recomposes herself. She says, a, a, a friend, a friend. What, was this part out loud? Uh, no, that was done okay, via message. message. I, I okay. will say with, with your perception, you see she's very much staring at Nahara, but what she said, you don't hear. You look a little troubled for it to be just a friend, unless something terrible has happened to that friend. Uh, 
give, well, do you want to persuade or intimidate? Let me see. I think I will persuade. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Well, actually, no, intimidate. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes just kind of flash for a split second when I say that. Uh, then you can go ahead and roll intimidation. Okay, that is a 10, but with that is a 17. Okay, give me one second here. I'm looking something up. Arena, the Burgermaster's wife. You look just like her. If not for the wings, I would have thought you are her. And Nahara just kind of recalls the letter that we had uh, retrieved off of the dead corpse. Would this be the same Burgermaster's wife? Daughter. Sorry, I said wife. Daughter. Daughter. But um, um, she's like, she looks at the letter and she's like, yes. Oh. I assume this means this letter found you too late. And, um, and she sort of rubs the blood on the edge of the parchment. Apparently met him too late as well. Are you saying that something has happened to her? I've been gone for some time. I'm not sure her current state, but there have been difficulties. I, <sighs> listen, you should get to Velaki. Um, I will travel on ahead and let them know that you are coming. Um, in a pinch, maybe, maybe we can rescue one of you. Just, um, Whistle yes. to the birds and we will hear you. What is it? What do you mean rescue one of us? Uh, how, how do you determine which uh, one of us gets rescued? <laughs> you, she turns and she looks at Tatiana and she looks at Desmond and then she looks at Valentine and she's like, well, you're not all the same sizes. Oh, yes. yes. I mean, physically. And she, Desmond, she looks at you for a moment and you see her eyes kind of narrow and she says, I can see that you have a noble bearing. But what will you do when his call comes? Will you be able to resist it? None of the other ones like you here can resist it. Imagining so. You seem pretty confident that they can't, but something tells me that I already have before. Maybe. I have rolled so awfully for this poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of puts her hands on her, her hips and, and tilts her head up at you, and she says, well, I, I hope for your sake and your friend's sake that he cannot compel you. I know how difficult it can be at times being what we are. We resist it because we work for years and quite frankly, most often bats and wolves 
are more to his taste, not Raven's. And still, I would be lying if I said it doesn't tug at me, too. Just be prepared, please. All of you, be prepared. You've heard the howling, yes? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I heard the howling. That smile, that smile troubles me. But I, again, sure. all indica- all indicators are that you all have been heroic, which is not a word that gets used idly in these parts. I will go. Any more questions before I depart? Who, who can we trust in uh, Valaki? Um, who, who do you number among your allies there? I will make sure that they find you. And uh, maybe the tavern recommendation? There's only one. Um, I do think you would find a particularly warm welcome at the Blue Water Inn. Then they have ale and maybe a meat pie. I think they will have a number of things that you find interesting. All right. And you see, she kind of steps back into the shadows and she says, please be safe, my friends. And under no circumstances, let your guard down here. And you see, once she's out of view, she turns back into that very large raven and just flies away. I have a question. Do we still mm-hmm. have that man with us? Right. Lucio. He is he's still standing on the road. He had tried to sling, send a sling boat to help you somewhat ineffectively. Got it. Although he was not within earshot of this. Understood. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, approach mm-hmm. Nahara and just sort of lean in and ask, um, that seemed uh, rather intense. Were the two of you communicating? Yes, she seemed to be. Uh... Oh, she was staring quite intently. Well, I, I apparently noticed. am a spitting image of a friend of hers, but it turns out to be the Burgomaster's daughter that was mentioned in the letter. Interesting. If she had recognized you, I I thought it... Well, we know that you've lived a number of lives across these lands, but this is someone whose appearance is concurrent with yours. This is a person who exists now, not a past life of yours. Yes, it's it's strange. And I, I don't know what's happened to her. She could be still missing. Interesting. But, I mean, depending on how long she's been missing, there might not be any overlap. I don't know how long we've been together at this point because time is not always correct here, but... True, but... I- from Maybe what I gather, missing as long as you've been here. Yes, I suppose it's possible, but I seem to gather that the the disappearance was more recent, and we've it certainly been also, together for months of our subjective time. 
but it seemed she was turned into a vampire if we can believe what her father said in the note it doesn't mean she was gone it just means she was gone well, perhaps we could find this Burgomaster at some point. Yes. Get some answers. But it seems we have a new destination for now. Right. For Lackey. However, I, I must ask that we spend some time here. These people need my help. I, I was able to cure some of them, but I would like to be able to help all of them. Oh, the, my gosh. Uh, there was the mention of an inn, and I almost forgot about the whole barn full of sick people right there. Yes, me too. Well, we also have to find, how are we going to bring Fen to us? If she wants to. Didn't we leave her it's, a note? Yes, when the Hermos. You all hear a voice speak up, a very familiar voice to you. Desmond, so a woman's voice calls out, oh, your friend's on your trail already, although it may not go quite as well for her. And when you see over standing next to Lucio on the road is Rose. She's dressed differently this time. She's wearing brown, um, understated traveler's clothes and a long cloak. Um, her kinky golden hair is um, braided down to lay against her head uh, and she has a hood up uh, but she that's her uh, I oh. believe yes Uriah you've definitely met her the rest of you I believe have, have at least seen her once before um, she's hello oh he hello Rose uh, what what brings you here she looks both ways down the road and she says, the road. Ah, yes. Very, very clever. That's, just, uh, that's, uh, that's traveler humor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, your friend Finn is here, but she is unfortunately in the woods. And I believe you all know what happens in the woods. Well, do you know where she is? We, we must help her at once. Um, Why did you leave and we're walking calmly down the street? Also, because no, I'm not in the woods. Her? The, also, who is the, this? What are you doing? How do you know all of this? The, oh, Valentine. I know her. Yes, we have never made each other's acquaintance. And she does walk forward and she holds her hand out for yours. And she says, I'm Rose. I hold old. a fireball in my hand instead. I am an old friend of Desmond and Brother Uriah. Um, well, everybody, Rose, Rose, everybody. Uh, remember when <laughs> we uh, got the plate of barbecue uh, back at the tow house? You're welcome. Rose. And she's not evil? Also, I, is anybody not evil in the mists? <clears throat> but she's been helpful to just, us thus far. She's I, like, I, I, I should feel mention like that's I've, highly subjective. I, I, mm -hmm. I've made this lady's acquaintance on uh, one occasion. Uh, she seemed rather pleasant, but I, I, I would hesitate to say that I could vouch for her in any way. Um, that's incredibly cruel. I'm standing right here. I did say you were pleasant. I, I said you were it's, pleasant. It's and she looks at you, Tatiana, and she's like, Hopefully you've had better luck with um, confections and pastries since that time. I don't know what you're talking about. So what you're mm. saying is you continually show up when things go deeply, deeply wrong for us. Excellent. How trustworthy. 
I have shown up a number of times. I met bro, I met Desmond uh, when observing a trapeze act, and then I brought you all food in a difficult, desolate time. You just you were sort of out of it. I tried to speak to you, but you were kind of sitting against the wall, just staring at nothing. Is that a thing that you do often, by the way? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. And excuse me. Yes. Perhaps I tend to arrive at more or less eventful times, but perhaps you all just live very eventful lives. Besides, oh. I'm only trying to help this time. Yes, uh, this uh, time. Spe speaking of which, uh, we should really go see if Fen needs any assistance. Yeah. Uh, if she's in the woods, um, well, they're, they're a rather dangerous place. She's certainly very capable, but uh, we should lend what aid we can. She turns and looks at Lucio, who is just looking at her with eyes like dinner plates. And she says, you're headed to your village, correct? And he's just like, like, mind if I accompany you? And he's like, I mean, no, I, uh, yeah, no, I would, um, excuse, uh, so, hey, uh, are we even, can I, is it where, okay if I just. Where do you live, Lucio? <sighs> okay, so you scare me, so. Good. I'm kind of afraid of telling you where I live because I'm afraid you might find me, but if I don't tell you where I live, you might hurt me. Correct. He sort of motions to the map that you all have, and, and there is a clearing that looks like there's some tents drawn, uh, but you can see there's several places on the map where these tents have been drawn and erased and drawn and erased and drawn and erased, but he points to a cluster of them, not far away. He's like, here, that's our camp. Noted. Well, uh, per perhaps we will uh, rendezvous with you both there, but but really, uh, our, our friend's safety is our first priority. We should uh, at least check. Yes. Yeah. But now you're free to go. Um, and he very much just like walks back without turning his eye on you until you're out of arm's reach, and then kind of like turns and hustles. I don't need arms to hurt you. The you know, that is ominous for someone that really just, okay, fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Rose just sort of looks at him, kind of scurry away and looks at you. And she's like, I really hope you and I get to be friends, Valentine. I truly respect this aesthetic. Thank you. <laughs> and just turns and walks after him. And I'll turn and walk into the woods. Which way is she? Uh, uh, that, yeah. And she just sort of points. Thank you. <clears throat> Finn. You have emerged from the mist on the trail of your friends. Right. I mean, it did put you out in a very thick wood, which is not necessarily completely unheard of. Uh, you had your own uh, mist token. Barovia in particular has a gravitational pull in the lands of Ravenloft that makes it the easiest one to get to, especially when you in particular have an open invitation. So the trip was not particularly dangerous or tumultuous, but you have emerged in a thick gray wood. Do I hear any of that conversation that happened? You are some distance away from them, but give me um, perception or survival, whichever's higher. 
Uh, I'm going to go a perception because I get an advantage on it. Okay. Oh, that's so much better. I'm glad I've been. 17. You don't hear that conversation. In fact, you don't hear anything. You don't hear birds. You don't hear bugs. Mm. You don't hear the cracking of twigs of something walking. Uh, it is silent, which is something that you quite know denotes the presence of a predator. I pull my sword and walk very softly toward where I hope is the road. As you make your way through here, it is you believe uh, it is daytime. Uh, it is a, a gloomy dusk where the trees are cast into very dark shadows, just pools of blackness. Although strangely enough, Finn, you've spent so long in the mist that even though you spent some time out of them, you've become accustomed to the pressure of this place. But the vibration of Barovia is different. It's almost like you as a Dompier are kind of made of two halves that don't quite mix. In the Dompier part of you is never quite at ease amongst the common people. But here it is almost the opposite. The drow part of you is covered in goosebumps. But the Dompier side of you feels very much at home here. Do I sense anything out there? Do I sense like maybe other similar creatures? Is you sort of take a step forward with your sword moving silently through the forest. You hear a voice call out from nowhere in particular. It's kind of all around you. You won't need that sword for now. I assure you, I mean you no harm. And I just point my sword in the direction of the voice. That's usually followed by someone trying to do me harm. Who are you? Ah, quite right. No, I assure you, in fact, I am keeping quite a bit of harm at bay. And when you hear that, you see three pairs of red eyes appear at different points in the forest, Finn. You didn't sense them at all, but wolves the size of horses are just standing there now. They're not growling. They're not approaching you menacingly. They're just there. They weren't there. Now they're there. Hmm. Hmm. I've just come to extend my master's greetings, is all. Your master being? The lord of these lands, Count ah. Strahd von Zarovich. Ah, are you here to escort me out of these woods then? Is that what you would like? Because your companions are some distance ahead of you. Would you like to be reunited with them or taken directly to the castle? Oh, well. And I put my sword away and actually think about it for a minute. For now, I'll reunite with them. There's mm. time for a social call later. 
Might I ask you um, a question of a personally curious nature? As long as I reserve the right not to answer, of course. They are a colorful group. Yes. I mean, what's your estimation of them? The blue one. Tatiana is her name. Strong, loyal only to Valentine. And I'm sure that if push came to shove, she'd throw us all over for Valentine. <laughs> well, I think situational loyalty is probably the most reasonable kind. And what of this Valentine? Hmm. I respect her drive for power. And I could see that going one of two ways. Just so. In Desmond. He's a kindred soul to me. I feel toward him as a brother. As a brother. Huh. And um, Brother Uriah? He was like a sibling, and I'm sure if you know much about me, you know that I saved him when he was but a boy. I was not aware of this. I thought he was little more than an extension of someone else's will, a colorful marionette, if you will. No, he's his own person. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting how. Like I said, personal curiosity. In this... Curiosity killed a cat. <laughs> if not curiosity, it was the dogs, but yes. And I guess finally, this Asimar, this Nahara. It's lovely. I like her. And I hope she... she finds what she's looking for. Oh, and what's that? Who she is. Hmm. I mean, I don't suppose you mean that philosophically and that all of us are on a journey of self-discovery, blah, 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 blah. You'll just have to figure it out. Yeah. Well, I will offer you a boon and a piece of advice, Finn, if you don't mind. It depends on what the price of your boon is. Absolutely nothing. As I said, you are a welcome guest of my lord. And as such, I am at your service. As long as he wills it. I will clear the way through these woods for you. As you see, they can be quite dangerous, both for you and your companions. But you will navigate them safely, at least for now. And I recommend you all find somewhere safe to sleep for the night, because there are limits to the amount of control I can exert over the beasts of the fields. Hmm. Question for you. Hmm. 
if I wanted to call one of these beasts to do my bidding, is that something I could do? <laughs> I don't know that anyone has ever tried, but you know, perhaps, perhaps. You see, you notice it sounds like this voice is coming from different places at different times. On the ground, up in the tree, next to you, far away. And it says, hold out your hand to one of them and see if it heeds your call. Hmm. I kneel and hold out my hand as I would cautiously with any other wild beast. Give me animal handling with advantage. Oh, boy. You did not fail me. Ooh, I'm glad you gave me advantage. A15. You see, like, they turn their heads and they, like, sniff towards you. But they don't really move, which you would interpret as a neutral reaction. They don't growl. They don't step away. They don't get their hackles up. They just look at you. Okay. And and he says, believe it or not, that is progress. I think perhaps with Desmond and Tatiana's assistance between the three of you, perhaps you could compel one of the beasts. I fear that there may be dire consequences for failure, however. Oh, I'm sure I could see losing a hand or worse. You see all three wolves turn and look at the same direction at the same time. And he says, ah, I suppose that is the cavalry arriving. It is time for us mm. to depart. I hope to make your acquaintance properly sometime soon. Once I find out what my companions are planning, I'm sure you'll mm. know how to find me. <laughs> we are never far away and the wolves look they look straight at you and they just kind of like take a couple steps backwards and it's like they just vanish they're just not there again and i just give a respectful nod and a smile desmond give me a survival check oh yay Survival or perception, whichever's higher. I have advantage in either. So more proficient give me survival. Give me, give me survival then. 21. As you are making your way through the forest, Desmond, in the direction that Rose pointed, um, you pick up Finn's scent. And you also pick up the unmistakable scent of wolves. I, I look back at the party and say, she's this way and sprint. As you kind of take off running through the woods, again, you all see the exact same scene as described. Yes, Brother Uriah. No, that was just me going uh, to Desmond as he ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, it is a dusky gloom. You all have been in Barovia a couple of hours now. It seems like, again, it only ever gets so bright. It's kind of like pitch black to dusk and then kind of back to pitch black, essentially, <laughs> is, is, is how it is here. Um, 
and you get the distinct impression that day is probably ending as these just thick black pools of shadow are in between the trees as you are moving through here. And Desmond, as you come running uh, in Finn, you hear his approach. Desmond, something glinting on the ground catches your eye as you go running past. You almost step on it. It just a very faint sparkle. I'll look to see if it's still visible. Once you kind of stop and look for it, it is. It's a small piece of metal that is like lying in the mud. It looks like it's been, even though you managed not to step on it, it looks like it has been crushed under a boot. Like in a muddy footprint, essentially. Knowing that these are not safe woods, He's concerned <laughs> about just randomly touching a piece of metal. So he kind of takes his sword and just like tries to dig it out, like at a distance, keeping his distance, just trying to like see if he can figure out what it is. Is you look down and see it, you are aware immediately what it is. It looks like a metal, like a commendation of some sort. Hmm. Can I smell anything on it? Uh, give me survival again. The rest of you at this point have definitely caught up. And dare I say, Finn, you also are aware of the fact that Desmond was hard charging and kind of has stopped. And you all see Finn here in the woods as he is inspecting something. Oh, Finn, Finn, we're over here. Finn, are you all right? Fine, it's just the woods. Yes. Yes, um, it's just that, um, well, these woods are, are, are rather thick with um, predators. <clears throat> Finn is herself a predator. We already found a dead corpse and then fought something on a horse. Oh, did you kill it? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Well, uh, kill, it was, uh, we destroyed it. <clears throat> oh, fun. Desmond just kind of looks at Rutherford. Sorry, you missed out. <laughs> predators. Uh, Oh, predators that are not aligned with our party. Uh, that uh, we, we just—I'm very glad you're all right. I'm fine. Sorry, Finn. Uh, this is not of the wood. I'm not from here, but I can tell this is. I feel it's important, but I also didn't want to just run past it in case it was a mine or something. But it's—I gotta know what it is. I will um, pull it out of the, the muck unless Desmond has already done that. No, I hadn't done it yet. I just pull it out of the muck with the tip of my, my dagger and just kind of look at it. Now, Finn and Brother Uriah should have more familiarity with this, right? Uh, actually, Valentine, Desmond, and Tatiana all give me wisdom checks. Not saves, just checks. 16? Net 20! <laughs> Net 20. I know something. Hold That's on. That's true. What you is do. this feeling? And uh, I assume <laughs> Brother Uriah is not familiar with this, so when he's shown it, he just doesn't look like anything to me. Yeah, it, it, it is it, it is clearly a common day that Well, what did Desmond get? Tatiana's going to know exactly. That's true. Uh, um, Tatiana, 
you have seen this commendation before. Uh, it is a small ceremonial thing. It is one of the medals that was pinned to Armand during the wedding. Hold on, let me recreate a scene in my mind palace. Your brother was wearing this. Are you serious? I got that and you didn't? This is crazy. Oh, what? Sorry. what? Valentine, when you look at it, it's it's the type of commendation. I mean, he was adorned in many things. You probably was one of them. Desmond, yes, you were raised as a noble, but you almost intentionally sort of eschewed this giving each other ribbons and pins and medals for having lived through a fight. You're like, I you know, okay. He was wearing all of his father's medals and commendations that night on his wedding outfit. I offer it to you, Desmond. He takes it and just... Armand, what have you gotten yourself into? He must be close by. We should split up and search for him. I Split up in these woods. Split? Putting up's a bad idea. What do you suppose he's doing here? He's probably no longer in the woods. He might have just passed through here. I would assume that if he has come to Barovia and being held here, he's probably being held at the palace. Why don't you look at Desmond? Did your brother have the same gift as you? No. Not that I'm aware of. Because I did manage to avoid some wolves. So I just wondered. Interesting. Hmm. You mean the massive wolves that we saw when we first got here? Yes, those. Huh. I think... I um, thought I smelled wait, those. did you not fight them? I would like to fight them, perhaps. No. Trying to find you all. I don't but have they... to fight everything I come across. And, and, and here we are, and um, we, ha we have a destination in mind. Wait, but I, I have questions for Finn. Why did they not fight you? They're wild animals. And I have a little bit of a beast in me. Maybe they saw a friend. Impressive. I just make eye contact with Tatiana for a moment. Well, we should probably not stand here because maybe your luck with the beasts won't last. Yes, yes. For the sake of all the gods, let us get back to the road as soon as we can. Looking on the map, how far of uh, a distance would you say is it to Velaki? Who has, uh, is it Uriah that has the map? Yes, I'm... The challenge here, uh, oh, nope, hang on, never mind. I was about to say the wrong thing. I was like, the gates aren't on the map, but they are. I just have to find them. Uh, you all are basically are at the far eastern edge of this map in the Zvalich woods. Uh, the village of Barovia is actually much closer. Uh, you could pass through it um, on your way to uh, Velaki. 
given what information we've been uh, imparted with, I, I'm not sure if we should visit Barovia before we visit Velaki. I'm down for the long way. And in any case, I think perhaps for tonight we should stay at the building we were before. I will need some time in order to help these people. Going to go back there to uh, what time is it currently? I mean, I know it's again like you know, doesn't really hit much of a daytime, hard to say, but you feel like the sun is setting such as it is. Do you we think that we probably... could get a little further? The, I mean, these people were already attacked here, so it, it isn't particularly safe. Uh, oh, I, I don't seek to safeguard them from attack, but from uh, well, from internal attack from the disease which is ravaging them. Right. Yeah, you want time to treat them. Mm. Shouldn't take too long, right? Yes, I, I, I should be able to. Um, well, I, I've already helped some of them. Uh, they're healthy now, and they'll be able to care for the others. And uh, given that we know this is not uh, a strictly magical malady, I, I believe I can uh, create some poultices and uh, other treatments. Uh, I know that we can't stay here long enough for me to cure them all magically, but uh, some time would be appreciated. All right. Interesting. So for tonight, then, we make this our abode. Right. Yeah, there, there was enough room um, in there, even though um, it probably would require some prestidigitation. There were beds that were currently unoccupied from people who'd already succumbed to the plague. So as you all make your way back there, um, it is impossible to shake the feeling that you are being watched constantly as you make your way through the lands uh, of Barovia. Yes, mm. Oh, before before I forget, um, this uh, oppressive feeling of being watched. Um, Fen, while we are here, the lords of these lands, uh, we should avoid saying his name. Uh, the Count is what we've been calling him for now, and uh, it really is a matter of some import. I just kind of smile at you, Raya. You'll have to explain that later. Hmm. Valentine, as you all are making your way back through the woods, Tregram perks up again and says, uh, <clears throat> uh, Valentine, hi. Um, I just wanted to check in really quickly. Um, uh, so we... Your guardians. Go on. There's some concern about deploying them to Barovia. And why is that? There is a belief, um, although the uh, will of the almighty God brain is, of course, supreme, uh, all hail the God brain, um, mm -hmm. there, there is a sense that perhaps they might be... Um, perhaps distracted or um, uh, compelled against their will. So you're saying the god brain is afraid that Strahd no, no, no. von <laughs> might have a stronger will? No, 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 no. Far be it for me to ever say there, there is no will that is greater than the almighty God brain. All hail the God brain. Um, no, what we are saying is um, in his vampiric powers, oh. he may be able to exert some influence over them that is uh, heretofore um, unpredictable. 
Uh, I would just hate to have your guardians become your adversaries. And I would just hate to believe that we are a group of cowards. So why don't you keep them a little closer than normal? Maybe I can keep an eye on them. I will dispatch them to the wilderness um, post haste. They are lingering in the mist, not far outside the borders of these lands. Set up a code word, something I can repeat and they'll say back that lets me know they're cognizant. I mean, cognizant is strong in the best of times. Um, uh, okay. Um, hmm. Um, do you have any suggestions of a code word? I mean, I, I can try and come up with something that I think is dramatic. Um, uh, How about when I say Pearl, mm-hmm. they say gathered. And that means all is well. Pearl gathered is the good thing, yes? Correct. And if they don't say this, we will know that something is wrong and you should either flee or destroy them uh, as is your will. Yes. Yes. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, uh, Valentine, uh, do know that y- you have um, my utmost confidence, of course. Um, I'm truly your, uh, uh, not your largest fan, I believe that is Tatiana, but I do feel I am your most earnest fan. Um, But uh, if the opportunity presents itself, then you should um, feel the need to uh, represent yourself as our ambassador. (laughs) Oh, Um, that would would be acceptable. (laughs) Just- Try to avoid war here, please. Um, Von Zarvich is quite a foe, one that we would rather not eradicate until the time is just right. I will make sure that the time is just right. Mm-hmm. You are as brilliant as you are um, insightful, Valentine. One, as always, literally lives to serve. Thank you, Tregram. Do keep an eye on the... Watchers. Always. (laughs) As you all can fin, they lead you to this barn. Uh, It's more of a a little settlement. You can tell it was kind of a a small farming community that maybe sustained one, possibly two families. Uh, There were about 20 individuals at one point now that they're down to a handful. Uh, They are all in this barn area here. Um, coming back from their, uh, from their illness, you see brother Uriah does come in, brother Uriah, give me a medicine check. And I have dropped something in zoom for all of you there. That's a medicine check for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 15. Uh, it's going to take some time, uh, and they're, in the, they're going to take some time before they're completely back on your, their feet, uh, but you can help these people, and uh, uh, they're, they're, they're going to make it. Uh, I've also got a couple of spell slots left, uh, because I assume we'll be taking a long rest at night, so before mm-hmm. that, 
in addition to the person or people person uh, that I've already cured, I'm going mm-hmm. to ask him who he thinks is most able, uh, who would be who would be the, the most assistance, and then cure those two people as well. Uh, like yeah, just, he, out, just outright magically cure them. Uh, he definitely picks his wife uh, and and another one of the uh, younger, more hale and hearty uh, members of the of the community. Okay, perfect. Uh, is you all settling in for the night? Uh, does anybody do anything else before you all go to sleep? Again, this you all know that skeletal rider came out of the woods right over there. Uh, <laughs> we, we, should, we should probably set a watch, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't sleep, so same. We could. Mm-hmm. Well, Fred wanted to check in with Jasmine. Absolutely. As goes, are you sitting, standing, lying down? Yeah. I just kind of lean next to Desmond and nudge him. You're right. About as hard as I can be. You? So not at all. I mean, when are we ever really all right? True. We're in a place that to... kind of wants us dead just for being present. So. Mm. Well, I'm halfway there, so. Only half? Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of nudges her with his elbow. No, I saw the look on your face. Oh, doing things for his old, going here and there. Smart. Yeah. So I feel like I interrupted you. You were saying a thing. No, I just, I care about you and I want you to be okay as you can. I appreciate and that. We, you're welcome. We haven't had a lot of chance to talk since that whole thing with the, with yeah the thing yeah you can say it. this is this is not a they who shall not be named situation so you can feel free to say right. it as you like well i'm just trying to be mindful i appreciate that just seeing how you're feeling if i can do anything before she says anything else he just hands her like he pulls out pocket brisket and just try this was this meat in your pocket? Yeah, it's smoked <laughs> and dried so that it can last long trips. It's okay. I've been practicing it. So, so it's like safe to just leave in a pocket. Yeah, unwrapped. Obviously, it was wrapped. Like it was, it was in a cloth. It wasn't just okay. like pocket meat. Like. <laughs> Like, he's not just pulling out his pocket like loose like like loose candy or something like yeah let me just shake these up just like no it's just it's in a cloth of course all right now i, I <laughs> unwrap it like a churro at the festival and just start chowing down and i'm like so you gonna make more of this right i mean always that's not really a question like i that's what I've been doing with my free time is smoking meats. And uh, I had somebody like play around with my hair. Now, this is something new just to see if it would work. And I feel like it's, I feel like it's nice. May I? Of course. And I, uh, I just kind of in, not inspect, but like, you know, very appreciatively check out the new, the new do. And I'm like, 
It's pretty tight. You think you can do that with mine? Of course. Easy game. So, uh, so I'll actually just kind of sit so we can keep talking and be like, no time like the present. So get some, re-tight- get some retightening in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like while tightening, I was just like, so I, I found some spices that are apparently from Enzo Baranzon, and that's what I put onto that particular cut of meat. I figured you might appreciate something from homish areas, you know. It is delicious. Great amount of spice. Perfect. Maybe even keeping in the wrapper, like, just enhanced it just a little bit. Okay. I'll try that next time. Maybe wax paper instead and leave it in there for a couple days before you start giving it to people. I mean, it's already been in there for some days now, so it's 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 really just kind of like catching its stride, I guess. It's it's had some time to to relax, but uh, and and right in, he just like pulls out a notebook and just like like starts writing, and then just like it's like a little note, a little notepad that he just yeah. like takes out and is like, all right, cool, so like spices and then wax paper, and then give it a few days, and he goes back or, to helping to tighten. While while he's doing while he's tightening the locks. Or you rub the wax paper while you're smoking the meat and wrap it all in there. I don't know. Because I feel like I already take the, like, I've already been wrapping it. Like, I let it cook and then wrap it and then let it cook more while it's wrapped. So I don't want to do too much of the, I don't want to squeeze the juices out, right? Like, that's just disrespectful to the, the meat and the spices. That's, that's rude. But I can play around with the the way that I'm doing. I can play around with the process. We'll figure something out. Yeah, but you know, I might have to need a road rash or two after this. And then, like, right when she says I might need a few more, he just like takes out two more. It's like I I wasn't playing. I, I've been smoking meats for a while. Yeah. I'm, I made more than one, so these are for you. She glides them in her in her belt pouch. It's like cool. Perfect. And then, are we close to the rest of the party? If you want to be, I mean, again, he's you, there's this barn area. I mean, there's a couple of other standing structures that you could probably uh, slip in if you all didn't want to sleep in the same area. So, if so that's the case, I'm just going to walk around like after the, after the end of this conversation, I'm just going to like slide everybody like their own custom pieces of smoked meats, even the people who don't eat just because he like tried to figure out the things that they might like and hopes that they, even if they just smell it, like that's good enough for him. Just to, like, all right. So here's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need, again, either performance or survival because uh, for <laughs> to, to get across your cooking. Uh, me or just Desmond? Uh, for Desmond. That's a 17. Okay. For Valentine, uh, you have uh, almost created the, the equivalent of, a, of an elven filet mignon. Uh, you actually would have been to parties at her family's estate, especially when you were younger. Um, so you know how they did. And Valentine, it is a pretty good approximation of what your father would serve at his banquets. I do pick it up and just smell it. Thank you, Desmond. But she does not make eye contact with Desmond. Well, he understands. Uh, give me another one. Oh no, it's individual. Oh yes, <laughs> twenty-one. 
you tell me, do you want that 21 to be for Tatiana or Nahara? Nahara. You tell me what he makes for Nahara. <laughs> me or Nahara? You. <laughs> You're oh, making great. it. <laughs> great. <laughs> It is an attempt to stop being in the way. Since he doesn't remember seeing her eat anything at all, it just is his closest attempt to make something that is from where he thinks her home. He's so not sure, but he's just trying to give something to everybody else that took his time off of life because sheesh you know uh nahara it is it is it's almost like an interesting blend of things uh falcovnia by no means is known for its cuisine but they did have the you know, some various kinds of sausages and things and we know you were there for a time there's a a hint of um, uh, Darconian um, peppers uh, that, that are in it also. It's almost like elements of almost everywhere you've been. The least terrible elements of everywhere you've been have been. <laughs> Important know. clarification. Because <laughs> he's just like, I made you zombie meat, girl. Eat up. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I just left it outside for four days. That zombie that's thigh I, meat. That's, that's what I made you. Yeah. Uh, but it is nice. It is nice. This is quite delicious. It's so, it's familiar. And I feel like it's been so long since I've sat to savor something like this, but thank you. You're welcome. I just uh, appreciate that you even tried it. Uh, of course I would. You went to the trouble. But you didn't have to, though. So I appreciate that. And a uh, little sneak secret. Uh, oh. I found a spice store while we were in, I forget the name of the place, but Hildy's home. Did so you? like some of the spices are sprinkled in from that place. So I figured, you know. From Falcovnia. Yeah. I figured we all like Hildy, but I do remember you really liking Hildy. So I wanted to have something in there to uh, touch on that as well. That's very kind of you. It's nice to have something familiar in a strange land and last but certainly not least there are a role for tatiana here it 21 again high. you know i'm picky so tatiana what he's made for you is actually not some fantastic gourmet thing Oh, yeah, I guess we haven't made anything for Uriah yet. But for Tatiana, it is like the grilled kebabs they would make in the fighting pits that they sold to the crowd. And when you were coming up, you would be so envious of them because they smell so good and were so expensive. And at first, you couldn't have them. You, you, you arrived at a time that you want enough that you could have your fill of everything. But... You just remember from your earliest days there wanting this so badly. And here it is again. It's meant 
What is this? It's, uh, I know how much you used to fight, and I know where you used to fight. Uh, so I made something from the pits that I hoped you would uh, enjoy and may bring some good memories, as it were. Sometimes the fans in the stands, they would throw their kebabs when they were pleased with my performance. And I would grab them from the dirt and eat them later in my cell. It was a beautiful time. Thank you. This is one of the best gifts I've ever received. I dropped mine in the dirt. <laughs> it's important. Texture. And, and Desmond just looks and just like, okay, yep, you got him. But get him from the dirt. That makes sense. And then I give him a big bear hug. Important point of clarification, your bear that you summoned, how long does it remain? Oh, Vrondor? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it's the same as a wild shape, which is two hours. Is Vron has Rondor been following us this whole so time? If Finn, uh, she's got a bear. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does your bear look like, by the way? Just a simple brown bear, but with one... Bears don't have eyebrows, but this bear has like a patch of fur on one side that looks like one eyebrow was kind of always smirking. Um, oh, wait, see. so a bear has been... <laughs> wait, hold on. We need to rewind. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say you left the, you, you left the bear audio... to guard the people. The, you left the bear to guard the people. That's why uh, <laughs> you walk in. in and and Lord, you stay right. here. I know I summoned you today, but I, there's a couple of rules. Number one, you always listen to me. Right, Rondor? Mm. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna stay here and watch this barn. I can just tell you that if Fen had noticed a bear just kind of trundling along, <laughs> she'd have been like, don't you all see this bear? <laughs> like, no. I think Rondor was doing a perimeter check when we arrived. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so has just now come back to the door of the barn, which I broke and replaced last time we were here. To you know, give the all clear. Uh, we should really get Rondor a little hat and a tie. <laughs> Perhaps a, a tie on a bear? Are you crazy, Rondor? Would you even wear that? Well, he'd be more fashionable <laughs> than the average bear, to be sure. It's true, but no pants, though, under no, no circumstances. No pants. No pants. Under no pants. Uh, Desmond, did you cook anything for Brother Uriah? Uh, Desmond cooked the specific recipe that Brother Uriah gave him. Oh, yes. After the last time he gave. Brother Uriah, a taste of the, the meats he's been smoking. Mm -hmm. So like, on the way back to finish uh, Finn's retwist, he drops by Brother Uriah and says, you, sir, you gave me this recipe and I've been very tempted to see how you like what I've done with it. I tweaked it a little bit, but not too much. I had to give it my own, my own flavor, but I also wanted to pay homage oh, to the yeah, original I mean, recipe. Uh, Desmond, you are a, a culinary artist, to be sure. I, I know for a fact that old Broadfoot himself would not be offended by any slight artistic alterations you make to his recipe. You can give me survival with advantage, because you had a recipe. Wow. I don't even want to say what happened just now. <laughs> I did the, not know either, that you Either could, way, I'm for it. I did not know that you could roll snake eyes with D20s. <laughs> is what I'm saying right no, here. Um, in future, I've you never might, you might... seen it happen. 
<laughs> you might want to stick a little closer to the to the recipe as written down, uh, Desmond. It's uh, experimentation is, is all well and good, but um, uh, old Broadfoot did work on that recipe for many generations, and halflings live a while. So, um, yes, um, let's gonna, chop I'm, this up as a I'm, as an experiment. As an experiment. <laughs> I'm going to make it again and uh, follow the I'm recipe gonna, perfectly this time. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, Double Snake Eyes, you might have accidentally cooked some of Nahara's zombie thigh meat. That was the. Uh, <laughs> well, it was dark. You were just reaching. I mean, it's you're in the smoker. Like, I mean, your eyes were teary. Was I would not have had that in my smoker. I, I, I mean, did set it down though. Yeah. So. Sorry. I might, I might need to save one of those lesser restorations for myself. Uh, yeah. yeah. And double, before, double, two natural ones. Yeah. That's not yeah. me, brother. Especially yeah. Yeah. because that's, 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 I'm not, I'm not enjoying my meal. Uh, I will, I'll sort of busy myself with one, curing myself and two, mm -hmm. Advising everyone that we probably don't want to actually sleep among the sick. So those who have crested uh, vegetation, I'll sort of uh, enlist them to sort of sanitize and clean up an area for us. Uh, Brother Uriah, do give me a con save. Con save? You bet. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. It's quite all right, Desmond. I mean, I, I mean, these things happen, but let's see. <laughs> Not to me, they don't. This is... Ooh, natural 20. So that's a 21 total. Your iron darconian constitution has been through worse than this. You know, <laughs> whomst among us hasn't accidentally eaten zombie meat, right? It's a hazard for those who live here in the realms of the domains. Yeah, yeah so I, I hold on to my lunch. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I probably am going to apply some curative magic to that just to be, just to be safe. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I understand. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I do, as I say, also sort of stressing that it's like, we probably shouldn't, you know, drink out of the same cups as these folks until I've uh, managed to get through them. <laughs> and it's right. digitating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's other structures here where you all could uh, um, uh, sleep, especially if you sleep in shifts where you can kind of keep an eye on yourselves and the people that are in this barn. Uh, does anyone else do anything else before you lay down for the night? Yes. Uh, no, well, yes, Desmond. Hang on, let's, let's finish the day. Desmond yeah. was going back to finish twisting say, Finn's hair because he I, didn't want to leave I, her half retwisted. That I would just be rude. Want you to know, I very much would have described her as half retwisted in the morning because I am. I that had that feeling. Like, I've yeah, that's why I wanted to stress it because I knew that it would yeah, be you. Right. Like you didn't say it. I don't know. Just uh -huh. like, yeah. maybe, <laughs> Hence, maybe, maybe. I went yeah. back to help finish. Just I went to finish you. retwisting Finn's hair because we were not going to have that conversation. You're better at hair than you are at halfling barbecue but okay yeah all right so that's uh, i said it i said it look at that emotional damage i mean yeah. <laughs> to be fair the question does remain hopefully you didn't barbecue halfling that's all i'm saying like <laughs> whatever brother uriah ate hopefully it wasn't half yeah he read joke. halfling barbecue recipe and then uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah i mean no. he is a little uh carnivorous right. i mean right. it's anything is possible it, it was it was it, snake eyes i didn't know that was a thing that mm -hmm. could happen with the 20s one really? <laughs> oh, oh no! Ah, <laughs> I thought he just retired. He just never made it out of Barovia. Um, let me ask you this: Who has that commendation? Just for the record, did you keep it, Desmond? Yeah, Desmond. Okay, yeah. all right. Groovy, 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 groovy. Um, and, and, and Nahari, you said you wanted to do something before sleep. Yes. yes. Uh, so, Adam, while everybody is kind of busy doing their own thing and kind of settling in for the night, Nahara will sneak off probably to the rooftop of this 
and just kind of sit and uh, look across the landscape and remember the uh, images that she's had and, and all of the nightmares and how, and just wondering how it all ties together. And as she looks across the landscape, she like starts to cry these tears that twinkle in the way that is the closest thing to stars that anybody could see in this land with the mist covering the skies. Uh, and she takes out the crystal orb and she stares at it for several minutes. Um, and she thinks about the Lord of this land and the last time that she had spoken to him. And looking into this orb, she will cast scrying. You hold this crystal ball in your hand and you become aware of legions of ghosts and spirits in these lands. It just, there's almost as many restless dead as there are trees in Barovia. In you become very aware of their own pain and anguish in that it's everything down to the very soil of this place is sad in grieving. The people are devoid of joy and love and laughter. And it is almost like many of them don't even have souls of their very own. They're just as restless as those undead. It's just they happen to still be breathing. And as you concentrate on him, your original sense is that he's everywhere. You see his face in the mist. You see him running with packs of wolves. You see him flying in clouds of bats. You see his hand literally on the waters until your awareness falls on Castle Ravenloft, that tall spired edifice on a jutting out rocky hill. And as your awareness settles in on it, you hear lamentations, the cries, of people in Strahd's judgment, some of them begging for mercy, some of them begging for forgiveness, some of them begging for death. It's a chorus that he enjoys listening to on occasion. But you find him standing on a balcony, looking out over the land. And you're aware, Nahara, even though you feel like you are present in this room, he was looking right towards exactly where you all are camped out on his balcony. And he turns his head and begins to turn and looks right at you, scrying him, Nahara. And he says this. Beloved, angel of light, and darkness, you return at last. How you have struggled and suffered through so many mysteries and puzzles. You remember only fragments 
perhaps faded glimpses of something you do not understand. And you have suspected that these fleeting memories, these tattered shadows were from a previous life. It is true. That life, your first life, your real life, was here. A life stolen from us, but a life that we can still have. The lich thought he could hide you from me. But we can never be separated, not for long. Beware his servant, Uriah. He may be a priest, but he cannot absolve his own sins in this. I will deal with him soon enough. For now, beloved, rejoice and prepare. You are home. And that is a good place for us to take a little break. So quick 10, don't go anywhere. Hello, and uh, welcome back to the Black Dice Society, Season 2, Episode 2, Sister of Thorns. Sorry for the delays. We had a protracted giggle fit from Art and Audios. Art, if you are not following Paula on Twitter, Art and Audio, you are missing out. Please do yourself a favor. <laughs> Toss her a follow immediately. Uh, again, I want to thank our patrons, and uh, I'm going to be sending out a message to y'all soon um, for our top tiers here. Our top two tiers are going to be getting these things, so I'll get all your uh, your addresses soon. But in the meantime, Aaron Duran, Alan Zozo, Aurelia Roth, Black Wash Ronan, Brad Demogged, Chris Lewis, The Pretzel Bear, Chris Smoot, Christopher Clindering, Craig Savage, Kralis, David Bonney, Dean Nicole, Donald Scott Massey, Ducati, Flannel Fries, Forrest F. Mora, Grafumbly, Graham Ross, Guy Vanderbrink, Ian Brooks, or Ian Brooks, sorry. Maybe it is Ian. You let me know. Uh, Josh Olin, Just Link, Kyle Garrett, Matthew Mekashiva, Mercy Malunas, Mr. Albear, Nathan Crowder, Nick Bernard, Nightcrawler, Packery 101, Patch Project Wolfbear, Reese, Reverse Aquamath, Rob Bacon Gollum, Tremarco, Ronan Monkey, Rosie and Sean, It Sip Happens, Rum Soaked Chicken, uh, To Queen Bee, That Moon Kid, Tracer Vision, The Undisputed Baron of Disneyland, Vladimir Night Road, War on Reality, We Nuck and Futz, and Zort One uh, is again. Uh, thank you all so very much for your support. We literally could not do what we do without you. Um, so thank you. Okay, so. Nahara, that's what happens when you attempt to scry Count Von Zarovich. You said he was everywhere. So, facts. <laughs> what do you do afterwards? Uh, well, I take a moment because with that orb, it also gives me true sight. So I just want to scan to make sure that there's nothing immediately about to ruin our night. 
within 120 feet of you, there is nothing that is not as it seems. Great. Uh, then I will put that orb back in my belongings and I will just kind of hop back off of this rooftop and just casually walk in like nothing's wrong. Absolutely. Um, uh, you get the distinct impression. Again, that feeling of being watched doesn't shake you, uh, but there is nothing that is magically hidden within 120 feet of you as you head back inside. Okay. And just, uh, yeah, act casual. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leaning uh, again. <laughs> uh, Nahara, give me a charisma check, not a save, just a check. Okay. Ooh, 13. Brother Uriah, when she walks in, something's wrong. <laughs> She's like... Nahara, you, um, <laughs> you, you seem <clears throat> oddly troubled. I've, ne- I've never seen you nonchalantly lean against something before. Really? I feel like it's just a natural... <laughs> no, 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 that's the first time I've seen you do it doesn't seem natural but um, it, well you know right. everybody's taking up the cots and the the furniture and so i just thought i would relax a little bit uh, are you sure mm-hmm. well, very well then I, I shall not press you but if if there's anything you need to discuss i'm at your disposal maybe later later yeah. not now Good. later Still your processing. voice is sort of going up higher than it normally does as well Still processing. I'll I'll just later. Hmm? Promise. Yes. Not now. Good. You going to go work on your novel? uh, All right. Um, (laughs) um, Very well. She Uh, is a bard. Yes, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) You get finish that novel yet? Uh, All right. So going to be writing a song later. (laughs) Very well. Well, I, I think everything's in hand here. I, I've done what I can for these people and uh, instructed them in the care of the others. Uh, we should be able to leave in the morning. Wonderful. Would sure any all right? No, I'm not. I'm not all right. But I'm still processing. I'm sure there of will course. be a time that we can discuss this. I just, I need a moment. Of course. Does anyone else do anything else before bed? Assuming you're, you know, taking your shifts and whatnot, of course, before the, you, you intend to be done for the day. Uh, not before bed. Um, I know everyone will be taking their shifts. I'm up for the entire night. So uh, whenever Desmond gets up from his rest to take a watch, I'd like to pull Desmond away from where everyone's sleeping. Uh, so you all would very easily be able to uh, come outside, but still within uh, the the light of the torches on these buildings, essentially, where you could have some privacy without being at risk of being snatched yourselves. Desmond, I'd like to have a conversation with you. We haven't spoken much since everything happened. I don't know. 
I know that everyone grieves differently. I do understand that. And I've seen a lot of grieving in my life, but I don't know how to look at you when you're here making briskets and doing what I fully logically understand is a distraction that you need when I feel like you should be suffering as much as I am. And I want to see it. Who said I wasn't suffering? You want to see my pain. I know that it is not fair or logical. I understand where you're coming from. I really do. How? It's easy. I found out that I actually did do the thing that I wanted to (laughs) the idea of someone else doing. Should I knock my leg off? Like I would have when I found the person that did it? The person who compelled me to do it and took it out of my control is also dead. Or as good as dead as we can make happen. So I have no way to deal damage the way that I would, the way that I was raised to, the way that every fiber of my being wants me to, because I would be dealing the damage to myself. I have a light benefit of healing happening quickly-ish. But it's still there. That doesn't change the fact that I am still in pain. In fact, here, he just takes his coat off and shows where he's been in his sleep, frustratingly gnawing at himself. because a part of him wants to deal damage to something and he knows that it's him. You know, I also wanted to kill them when I found them. Yeah. And now that you know that it's me, and now that you see the pain that you have been waiting for, you want to kill me? Sometimes. Yeah, I had that feeling. Because also say, but I figured the best I can do to continue to distract myself because if I have no distractions if I don't have my hours at the grill guess what I have hours of thinking hours of knowing that I can't do anything and that really I don't have my brother now to talk to the person that was stolen from me was already stolen from me. And now I have neither of them. And all I have is to sit in my pain. And apparently, sleep <laughs> with my pain. So I have nothing. 
to do but to try to do better by us. I know. Because if I can't do better for us, then I can't do any kind of <coughs> damage to something. What am I good for? I'll wait. I've been doing the hours of thinking for you. I don't recommend it. I figured that out a day in, which is when I started to cook. So, yeah, there's that. So what have you come up with in the hours? I imagine you've got something. Valentine, you become aware that your guardians are nearby. They don't speak as such. Their thoughts are more a wild scramble of hunger. But you get the distinct impression that they're asking you if you want them to take him. Uh, telepathically, I'll just say, stand down. I don't have a plan, Desmond. I don't have anything. I don't have any productive outcome of suffering, which I'm used to. And it doesn't ever get easier. I watched everyone I've ever loved, except for Tatiana, die in, in, in the same building as me twice. So, no, there isn't a solution and I'm not going to try to hurt you or ask anyone else to, but I couldn't just silently exist around you anymore. You had to get it off your chest. You had to say it, you had to make Thoughts real, right? Yeah, because I don't think there's any reason for us to be suffering silently next to each other. And I'm sorry. If I, if I can tell you a thing that I haven't told anybody yet. Actually, I already have. Nobody knows about that. Or they do, just hadn't said anything. Uh, I feel like this entire place, this entire journey is just suffering for us. Yeah. That's it. It's just suffering. For what slight in life we all did to be brought back here. I don't know what it is, but from what I've seen, the vast majority of our trip is about pain. We experience it. We fight things and give it. We receive it in those battles for really what? So some 
dark lord can sit on a throne and feel high and mighty over others. But from the moment we left, the moment I awoke in blood, and then we all came here, it's just been pain. Angry plants. Weird cities filled with zombies. Yeah. Skin wanting to fight us and eat us. People. Oh, and then being reminded that, yeah. Oh, you thought you could do a thing? No. You go ahead and kill. So I don't know where my father is. I don't know where my mother is. My brother is gone somewhere, apparently here. And his wife is also an architect in continuing my pain. So, yeah. Thanks for the reminder. I just gotten that off. I just, oh, man, a great moment of joy and here have the results of all this distraction and now it's at the forefront of my brain again there goes sleep for the next few days yeah tell me about it you don't i came out here and i said sorry and you dare complain about suffering (laughs) that's really really bold for one i've never had an issue with you never you're cold and calculating, yes. You can talk to people and have conversations that no one else hears. Awesome. I don't have a problem with you. We all experienced what we experienced. And I appreciate that you didn't want to feel that pain alone anymore. That is real and true. And I'm genuinely sorry that you can't sleep because... Turning the brain off for a little bit just seems like a great idea sometimes. I don't have that. So for me, a minute without thinking of all of this is a great minute. I'm not upset with you. I'm just, again, understanding that I'm just going to suffer for a little bit and there's nothing anybody can do. There's nothing really anybody can say or any way to change this because no matter how it cracks up, suffering, which goes back to what I was saying earlier, all of us here suffering nonstop. So, Ooh, I look forward to when we find something so that I can give some out. I've figured out what sin I'm paying for by being here. Hmm. What's I know many more than this night would give me time to list, but maybe you should too with those mm-hmm. nights that you have awake. I don't really think I have a choice. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to even when I find it still. It's just going to continue to be pain. So To say it properly, thank you for pulling me aside and 
no longer suffering in silence. That is the worst part of the suffering. It's not really having anybody to talk to about it. So thank you for deigning to say anything about it to me. Yeah. That's the first real time we've talked since all this went down. So thank you. And I don't, I'm not being a smart ass or sarcastic or anything. I do appreciate you for that. And I'll head back in. Valentine, as you turn and head back towards the house, at the edge of the fog, not mist, fog, that sort of rolls through the trees and kind of clings to the cold, damp ground, you distinctly feel like you see the outline of a person. I'll put out a telepathic link that just says Pearl. You get back a chaotic scramble. You get back a, well, more accurately, let me say first, Valentine, as you are making your way back at the edge of the forest in the fog, not the mist, fog, that sort of clings to the cold, damp ground of Barovia, a place where warmth is a foreign concept and the chill is eternal. You see an outline in the fog of a person standing there. And when you send out your mental distress signal of Pearl, you get back again, a chaotic scramble of largely obedience. They may have no concept of actually being able to say gather to you, but you he feel like they are heeding your request. All right, I'm just heading back in. Is you are sort of looking at this person in turn to go, they just dissipate into the fog, just down to the ground. Note to self, ask Tregrim what the hell those things are. Uh, um, sorry to interrupt. I heard my name thought. Um, that's not them. What? Oh, no, that wasn't one of ours. Do you know what it was? I could have them attempt to pursue. Not now. Hmm. Um, well, I would say pleasant dreams, but that seems somewhat disingenuous. So I will simply say a peaceful rest. Then instead of like going uh, and kind of bedding down and staring at a wall for the rest of the night, I'm going to sit. Uh, I don't know if there would be windows or if they'd be barred up or if there's just somewhere I can sit out by a torch instead and just watch the mists for them to pop up again or the fog rather. Perfect. Yeah, there's not really windows as such because easy points of vulnerability are generally negative, but there's some place where the wood is warped enough that you kind of can get out there. And aside from that non-specific feeling of always being watched, which as you said, you are somewhat accustomed to, you don't see that particular thing again. 
the night passes rather uneventfully, unless there was anything else anyone wanted to do. I think Tatiana, at one point, you, uh, did Tatiana doing something? Well, I don't want to take too much time, but Tatiana does leave the barn to have a small chat with Brondar before he dissipates. What do you say to him as his time on the prime material draws to a close today? As he sort of tromps out after you. Oh, he was inside the barn? Well, you tell me, was he? I think he had to stay outside. Okay. There's a lot of sick, pe- sick people. It's a big barn. Me being in there is already stretching the limits of right. indoor space. <clears throat> Uh, I think I sneak up on him as he's grazing. Mm-hmm. Bears don't eat grass, but this one was drying it. Yeah, I mean, if you like it, maybe, you know, yeah. He's a he's a spirit bear. The rules don't apply to him. That's true. He's eating spirit grass. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> That's a very different kind of experience, but yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, that do do with a shaman. I was about to say, do not harsh the bears mellow. Yes. Right. As uh, <laughs> you come up, it does turn around and sort of look at you. In B speak, I speak bare to him. I am grateful you exist. I cannot help but believe that my existence is nearing its conclusion. Um, does this mean that I will be summoned again to your side at some point in the future? Yes, my sweet bear friend. And I stroke his pelt. <laughs> he just sort of looks down at his paws then and says, Ah, well, then I shall not fear what is next to come. <laughs> One is pleased to have been of service, Tatiana. I think the paws are starting yeah, to right. become a little bit like transparent. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. And he goes forward to give you a bear hug and just dissipates. <gasps> I get so much more to say. Next time. And then I make sort of like a bear huff sound as I head back inside to the others. Uh, Tatiana, give me a perception check. That can't be much. Oh, 11. You swear out of the corner of your eye, you see someone standing next to a tree. But when you turn and look, they're just not there. I wild shape into a snake. Okay. It sucks the ground is cold and wet and foggy it is very uncomfortable uh i so i slither faster (laughs) try and get some you know warmth from the movement Mm -hmm. was your intent to go back towards the house or towards where you saw the person oh no where i saw motion uh as you get over there there's nothing there i slither between betwixt all the trees Mm mm-hmm you in the area. go about as far as you dare, pretty much to the edge of the torchlight, essentially coming from the houses and structures. There's nothing. It's just the woods. You've experienced now a number of different kinds of woods in, in the time that you were here. Most of the woods and the mists are fairly um, forlorn. Uh, there's been a couple of glowing exceptions where there's times that the trees were high and thick, like in Falkovnia. Um, however, these woods are just foreboding. You just do not feel welcome out there, which is strange knowing what you are. 
but it's just too dark and too cold. Tatiana fears nothing, of course, but the woods don't want you here. Tatiana is fearless, but also unrelenting. I drop my wild shape mm -hmm. and I cast fairy fire mm -hmm. in the area towards the edge of the woods where I stand. It's a... Mm -hmm area of 20 feet anything in it will be outlined in blue green and violent violet you cast your fairy fire and you don't see anything light up but you do hear a scurrying high up in the trees <clears throat> valentine you get the distinct impression that one of your guardians is under attack and wants to know if it can defend itself. Is there, can I tell where it's coming from? Mm -hmm. Can you I have see, an idea. can I see anything when I look out? Uh, fairy fire ignites the, the night sky. <laughs> A cube of light begins glowing at the edge of the woods. Am I able to see the figures at all? Uh, no, you do not see the figures. I say, uh, stay alive or something. Uh, I give it permission to defend itself. Excellent. Uh, Tatiana, give me a perception check. Twenty-three. Something very large is clinging to the top of one of these trees, but it is not what you saw. What you saw was a shadowy and amorphous. Um, this is a hooded figure that is high up in the tree. I believe Tatiana witnessed one of these hooded figures up in the tree at the carnival, did you not? One was seen, uh, I just don't recall if it was Tatiana that saw it. I believe you did though. Because uh, the tree Probably. that the, the squirrel was in, uh, the squirrel told you it was there. I was going to say, I definitely saw a squirrel in a tree. Yeah. Who else might have been in that tree and why <laughs> I went up there? Hard to recall. Right. Uh, yes, you have witnessed these hooded figures high up in the trees at least once before. And that's what you see. There's one of those. It's about the size of a person. Uh, it's a roughly six feet tall. Um, that is a very, it's difficult to make out in the dark, but that was a high perception check. Uh, and it is up in the branches. Realize it would have been very difficult to climb that tree, actually, and yet it seems to have done so effortlessly. I think of climbing the tree, but instead I'd, I'd like to roll insight and see maybe if I think that it may be protecting uh, who I protect most. Uh, you can roll insight. That's a three. I scramble to climb up the tree. I'm going to fight you. What are you doing up there, you hooded monstrosity? Uh, give me athletics. Desmond, give me perception. <laughs> what will you think about? Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 19. It, it, you are up the tree like a shot, Tatiana, uh, climbing up through the branches. I imagine it's sort of swaying yeah. with my weight. Mm -hmm. Desmond? Six, but it was on a nat one, so... Um... You no, know, you are looking <laughs> the other direction. It's misty out here. It's weird. It's, it's getting hard to see at times, you know? Something's messing with... To me. Yeah, something's messing with your, with your, uh, with your, with your uh, allergies out here. Throwing it's misty tonight. Away. I mean, mm -hmm. it, Might someone with dice. high passive perception notice there's some kerfuffle outside? 
So someone is asleep right now. So oh, I will okay. let you. So this is I'll already. Let you, I will let you roll with this advantage because we've established sure. that Uriah is a rarely, a fairly light sleeper. So I'll give you. I'll give you perception with disadvantage. Okay, perception. Nahara, I'll give it to you also because you're not technically sleeping. Right. Yeah. And we were supposed to be keeping watch anyway. <sighs> well, we're we're rotating watches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, one of them is a twenty-eight. The other mm-hmm. is an eleven. Is eleven it's, enough? Unfortunately, 11 is not enough, Brother Uriah. Cobras! I got a 21. Uh, even with disadvantage, 21? Oh, it's disadvantage. Sorry about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I rolled higher. I got an at 20. <laughs> uh, you so disadvantage very, was 21. You kind of right at the edge of your perception here, Tatiana yelling about something. You are going to die you have followed my friends here and you are nothing but trouble. And I hear this. How far away is, is she from the house? Yeah, she's saying like she's right. She's towards the tree line with a roll that high. You'd be, you, you would know. Uriah, wake up. Mm-hmm. Uriah. What? Oh, yes. Wait. Um, yes. Tatiana is yelling about something to somebody in the woods. We might be in trouble. Uh, I shall raise my eyes to the grave and stare out through one of the cracks in the uh, barn wall. Uh, if you have a face, I will shred it with my claws. You, Brother Uriah, are aware of the presence of four undead nearby in the woods. <gasps> alarm, everyone, uh, undead in the woods. I love yelling the word alarm. <laughs> <laughs> And it's with a uh, U. It's like alarum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Finn, I would say this is this is more than enough to uh, to rouse you as well. Tatiana, uh, as you scramble up the tree, give me a perception check. Fifteen. You hold on one second here. Uh, give me a intelligent save. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> 11. I have a minus Ta- one. <laughs> Tatiana, as you are climbing up, this hooded figure looks at you for a second and you swear you see tentacles come out and there is a flash of light. And those of you that are running out of the house just see Tatiana fall out of the tree. Just. <laughs> Do I take damage? You are incapacitated. I go running to her as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'm a, be, my eyes of the dead actually let me know exactly where these things are. Yes. Where, so I see one, is one up, up in the tree where she up was. Up the tree. Just, where just, are these? Other? Uh, one is on the roof of the barn that you were in. Uh, one, mm-hmm. they, they're basically north, south, east and west. There's kind of a kind of a perimeter. Uh, but But one of them is up on the roof. Uh, so I immediately start yelling to everyone, you know, their mm-hmm. positions. One's in the tree. We've got one at the barn and uh, one at, uh, I, I probably wouldn't say at three right. o'clock. I'd say one right. at, uh, you know, where the east, sun north, comes south, up. East and west, yeah. yeah. Uh, Valentine, <laughs> you do here. Um, Valentine, this is becoming a bit of a problem. Uh, what the hell is going on and why did it hurt Tatiana? Uh, you said it could defend itself. And besides, Not she from is Tatiana. Well, she is unharmed. She is simply incapacitated. Um, uh, I'm going to, as I'm running up to the tree, I'm going to, can I see the figure when I get there? You, yeah, you, it, 
very much does not flee from you. Yes. Uh, excellent. Uh, I cast Arms of Hadar on it. Uh, it's, it. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Point of order. I'm yeah. going to give myself damage. 1d6 for every 10 feet, right? Sure. You're welcome to. The, the, the attack itself did not harm you. It basically just turned your brain off. This <laughs> falls completely limp out of this tree. The 20 feet? Yeah, we'll give you 20 feet. The arms of Hadar erupt up in the tree and it wraps around this thing. And, and you I'm just all, gonna hold on to it. You all hear <laughs> as the tree is just like rocking and shaking. Does it seem like it's speaking a language? Again, you slightly come, you will comprehend what it is saying. Okay. Excellent. It's basically, it's confusion mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Um, so telepathically, as clearly as I can, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to like squeeze down around it with the arms of Hadar and go mm -hmm. never touch her. And I'm going to look down at Tatiana and look back up at it and squeeze a little harder. It basically is like a, a, a scolded dog, even as you're squeezing it. And all of, it's very difficult for the rest of you to make out what's happening, because it's very dark in the woods. The arms of Hadar are jet black. It's black. But something is happening up in the top of the tree as Valentine is just holding out her hand, um, squeezing. I'm going to be looking behind us for this one that I detect on the barn roof. Is it visible to me? Well, it's, I know where exactly where it is because of the eyes of the engraved. You, yes, uh, it is not invisible. It is just hiding. Uh, it is basically, um, Brother Uriah, you see it is kind of hanging onto the roof at an almost impossible angle. Uh, like it is just stuck to the side of the roof or it's black robes just blend into the shadows. Like it could be anything. But it's not yeah. moving. Now, do I get a sense of its shape? Because I have seen these guys before. Like I've I've detected yeah, it, It's humanoid. Again, it it is wearing yeah. a very large robe, uh, mm -hmm. but but a hooded robe, but it's humanoid. Yeah. Is it within range of a turn? Uh you, if you wanted to get into in range of a turn, yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I think it'll just I, 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 I would say you, bas you basically could get any one of them because they're kind of spread out but you could get close enough to turn the one that is on the roof if you so chose, yes. Yeah, Valentine seems to have whatever's in the tree in hand. So I, yeah, I turn back and say, there's another one up there, back thing, back foul thing in the name of Ezra. So it needs to make uh, mm -hmm. a DC 17 wisdom save. And what is your turn? Um, uh, oh, uh, 17, you say? Yeah, that's, that's uh, against my turn difficulty. You see... It flinches slightly, but doesn't budge. And you see a bright flash of light as well. And give me an intelligence save. That is a 19 total. E same thing. It is like something just punches you square in the forehead, Brother Uriah. It, you feel reality dim for a second before you sort of steal yourself. Yeah. And, uh, um, <laughs> Valentine, hi. What uh, the hell is you happening? Told them that they could defend themselves. Valentine. They wouldn't need to defend themselves. When I said they needed to defend themselves, nothing from our party was attacking them. Was there something else here? 
It was Tatiana. I didn't know. They, they're very difficult to comprehend their threat assessments. Okay, sorry. Why Should... did they upset Tatiana in the first place? Why does anything upset Tatiana in the first place? Would you like me to order them to retreat? Order them to at least hang further back so the party doesn't see them. Are you completely empty-headed? Uriah, you see this thing very much start scuttling backwards, but like in pot, like along the side of the building, like a spider and like around the corner out of the way of you. And with your eyes of the grave, you are aware that others are retreating away from your away from you. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uriah has been on the receiving end of something similar from yes. our friend in a jar. You eat. He's feels similar, but not exactly it is almost like um if what stewart does is a scalpel this was a sledgehammer Mm -hmm. but very similar i do believe from the last time we encountered them he's at least aware that valentine has something of a retinue would he be able to put two and two together and realize these guys are who they are you tell me if if he if he puts two and two together (laughs) i think Given what he has experienced before, he sort of, he actually just sort of looks over to Valentine as if it's like, I, I'd like a word. Um, as the one in the tree retreats. Um, you do let it go. That was my next question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I will right. release that one and watch for it to get further away. And then I'll just point down at Tatiana and be like, you're going to have to come over here. I'm not leaving her. Uh, yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> I, um, as I run over to Tatiana to just make sure she's okay, doesn't actually need healing. What um, is happening? Uh, you, you might want to discuss this in private, Valentine, I'm not sure. Or sit all uh, right if I... Anything can be discussed in front of Tatiana. Also, she's entirely unconscious, but if she was. Um, friends of yours? Not what I would call them. Um, Associates? Unfortunately. I'm right. very right. So sorry. this has all been us chasing our own tail. The last few minutes, yes. Um, They are supposed to be here to watch over and they are not supposed to cause harm to any of you. And they uh, uh, somehow set off Tatiana and... Well, why are your brain things attacking us? Hello. As I was saying... They are supposed to be protecting. Those are not my brain things. And I have set them further back as to not set off Tatiana again. If they are attacked, they will defend themselves as anyone would. Tatiana, you wake up. To you, there was a tree, there's a flash of light, now you're on the ground and everyone's here. (laughs) And I've got like- There's an enemy alert, alarm. Alarum, yes. Um, the, the, the alarum uh, I shouted earlier was perhaps um, not necessary. It seems we've been dealing with... Valentine, um, shoot your eye tentacles! I did. I did it. I shot the eye tentacles. It happened. Okay. It's okay. Oh, They're so gone. It's dead. Um, They're Tatiana, those were, those were actually... Um, uh, Valentine's, shall we say... Guardians. Valentine, give us a heads up. 
I, they're always around. Usually you don't hit them. I didn't think they'd come with us this far. Um, I figure <clears throat> we could use all of the protection we could possibly have. Um, are, are you sure their presence that here is wise? Time... I mean, given, given where we are, I, I could... Look, I might need to apologize then because I might have started it. But in my defense, last time there was movement in the trees, there was a crazy lich demon thing on it. We're evil. just you glad were you're okay. Okay. What do you well, mean, Brother Uriah? Well, given what I understand of their nature, it was said that when Aslan Rex sat upon his throne, that no undead being could enter Darkon without falling under his sway. His control was absolute and could not be counted. I'm unaware of the full nature of your <clears throat> associates, but that is a consideration. You worry that if the Count would be able to take control of them. It's a possibility. What was that, Nahara? If they are going to be protecting you here, how are we to differentiate them from the rest of the things that are out to kill us at any moment? I mean, they don't look the same, and they've been with us all along they just don't usually get hit by Tatiana um, so we're just wait, trying wait, to prevent wait. this from happening again that then yeah. arrives it's like what do you mean mm -hmm. they've been with us the whole time it's much like a bear I would say I, I was asking Valentine I think Tatiana spoke perfectly fairly for me Valentine, should I perhaps reveal uh, one uh, as, a, as a show of good faith? Sure. You all see from high in this tree, right over you, something comes crawling down. And it still has its black hood on but you do see four very long tentacles come out from under the hood and then just retract. And you see the way it is climbing down the tree. It isn't like reaching branch to branch. It just clings to the side of it and comes straight down. And it stops about 20 feet up, basically. I don't think that otherwise Barovia has a collection of these. So we'll know that they're ours. They're yours. Let me make an imprint in my mind. Each Can I of see you, anything under the hood? Uh, each of you feels in your mind. Again, this just barrage of swirling sensory input all at once. But if you had to wager a guess in the depths of it was an apology, like a very much like tuck tail sense that just sort of washes over you for a moment. There's no words, it is pure emotion. And then it stops. Uh, 
well, sorry about the, the whole brandishing of the holy symbol and, and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> ah, well, uh, bizarre. <clears throat> so far, it seems to be doing all right. I am keeping a close eye to see if we lose control of it, but I will pose it to the party. For now, we have very effective protectors following us around that I see as a benefit, but there is the possibility that the Count could take hold of them, and then we have a very dangerous enemy. But I guess what's the better option? Be out here alone or entrust their constitution? There is a risk in carrying a blade that could be turned against you. Agreed. I say more weapons, the better. Not if they turn and, on you. Well, when we get to Valaki, maybe we'll make more friends that will want to come take down the Count with us. Until then, the more the merrier. This and I am sorry to you, Cloaks thing that um you know i almost behaved you there is of it course very close also the matter that i'm not sure your friends would be able to leave barovia if they wanted to at this point i'm told that they could be called off hmm. i don't know exactly what that means but i can try if that's really what you all want, then I will. It's your decision, Valentine. They are your protectors. I would not deprive you uh, of all of your assets. Then? I don't particularly like it, but it's not as if my one vote would make a difference. Well, this is what I get for trying to be nice and include you all. And I I'll just believe you asked everybody. But, oh my God. I posed it to the party and not everyone answered. Please, everybody. Look, voting is important. Every vote matters. Every vote counts. Yes, every, 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 every vote, vote counts. counts. I put it to the party. If you don't choose to weigh in, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a fan. You, you could take them, though. I mean, I almost you could you can fly. If you were to ask me my opinion, I think it could be exceedingly dangerous. If you can control them. Go for it. Vrondar gets a vote, Vrond. I will convene with the protectors and see if I can send them away for the time being because it would seem you're all on, it would seem a majority of you are uncomfortable. When you say that, you see the one that is in the branches right there turns and just jumps to a nearby tree and just it sticks to it immediately and then jumps to the next one and sticks and just like flitters off into the night. 
heading back to the house. I walk with you and I'm like, the time I was a giant frog, I think I could do that stick to tree thing. I absolutely think that you could. Thank you. Thank you, Valentine. Well, Brother Uriah, Mm -hmm. you also catch out of the corner of your eye an outline of a person standing in the fog. Eyes of the grave? Detects nothing. When you turn, it absolutely is a person shaped out of fog, standing there looking right at you. Oh. Uh, and it everyone, points at you. Does everyone see that? Does it, does it, does it, does it, does it everyone see that? This one's not Do my fault. When, Do we where? see it? When you turn and look, you catch the slightest hint of it as it collapses into the fog. <laughs> um, it was just, it was pointing at me. <clears throat> I saw it earlier. Did it point at you? No. Oh. oh. I knew it. That's what I was trying to chase, I think, maybe. And that is why I thought the protectors were going out to get it, whatever it was. Because I'm certainly not venturing into the fog to try and touch it. It wasn't undead, whatever it was. The Count has eyes and ears everywhere. And here, making your way back into the house, hopefully to get some semblance of rest, is a good place for us to stop. 